1: These are tense times when we see what is unfolding and building in the Israel-Gaza war. We heard from Global National's Jeff Semple earlier about the wait that is going on right now for an expected ground invasion to get underway. And that has brought even more complications, even more concerns with Iran now saying that it might have to actually get involved. But, you know, there've already been these stories about Iran's involvement in helping to support Hamas launch its attack on Israel. So now looms this threat about the war widening even further. Why are countries like Iran deciding now this is the time and they're going to get involved? And what is it like for people who are from Iran watching and seeing this happen, thinking, well, now their country might now be getting involved in this. Joining us now to talk about this is Kamiya, uh, who is an Iranian TV host living here in Vancouver. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Sami. I appreciate you. What are you seeing happen within the Iranian community watching this unfold?
0: Absolutely devastating. Um, like during the conversations that I have with some of the people from Iran, uh, it broke our heart because ever since we were kids, we've been taught to not like that country, not like Israel, be on the side of uh, the And right now seeing this, those poor people on both sides, those civilians who are not related to any of this. They are just under some sort of attack. It breaks my heart.
1: Have you spoken to people in Iran and and what like are they still hearing that message?
0: Yeah. Um it's it's been always like that. Forty ish some years after the revolution happened We've been forced to say death to Israel for the longest time. So um, they are scared because if Iran gets involved, um, there is a possibility of uh, being involved and um, our country can be bombed.
1: Is, there's already enough problems in Iran, aren't there, Kamia? Like the, you would think that they have enough on their plate already. Is this yeah. it, what's it like to live there now with what's been going on? Um,
0: it's been absolutely, again, um, devastating, just, um, it's been a year and a few months as right now after the woman life freedom, uh, movement that happened, uh, for women to, uh, help them gain some power over their body, over their choice of like what they were. And, uh, in past year, the government has killed more than 2000 people, which is not little. And, um, uh, They've been shotting people in the eyes. They've been prisoning people. So it's still nothing is normal. They haven't gained any power over the government. Uh, they're still killing people, uh, executing people. So you can imagine how still we are dealing with that. And right now people are worrying about the possibility of a war.
1: What was it like for you? How did you get out?
0: Um, it's been a long journey, but uh, I've been also under some... Um, Like uh, control of government. I've been in um, police station three, four times and because of morality police, my hijab wasn't covering my full head and then um, they took me to the station, like scary, but when I was 16, I decided to come to Canada as an international student so happily I was able to move here and immigrate.
1: So when you came to Canada then, did that open your eyes, you know, so you could see the difference between what you had been taught versus what was really going on?
0: Yes, of course. It was It was really different. Um, a country that respects your needs. Uh, It respects you as a human, as a woman You can have a voice, you can talk um, You can have any position um, That you want You're free to walk in the streets And hold anyone's hand Without answering um, government guys. Who is this person Um, It can be your dad, brother Or even your husband But sometimes you get questions uh, Who is this person And you can be taken to the station And God knows what will happen to you there um, it's been a long journey and I've learned a lot, that's why I'm standing for this movement, woman, Life Freedom.
1: And so you also, when you came to Canada and, and you know, you lived a bit of a different life, you, you encountered people from Israel.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, because I've been never allowed to learn about Israel. And um, we didn't know even that country existed. They had globes in school. The name of Israel wasn't on it. So you can imagine how curious a kid from Iran can be about Israel. And by the time studying and learning about the culture and the people of Israel, not the government, just the people, um, I created some sort of like joy and curiosity for that specific uh, culture and people.
1: Are you concerned when you hear that Iran is getting more and more involved in the possibility of this? Like, what does that mean for the people in Iran?
0: Um, it means many things. Um, economically, if you are not doing fine. I know people who are wealthy right now, they are poor, basic as that. And then you can imagine how this will affect the people in Iran. Uh, people in government are two separate things, and I know um, the effect of this. I've lost my uncle due to the war of Iran and Iraq years ago. So um, right now this can mean... Possibly I can lose more of my family who is living there and friends.
1: Now, Camille, you're pretty vocal in talking about these issues, particularly women's issues. Could you go back to Iran? Um,
0: Honestly, I don't think so um, because of the situations that I've been in. And I've been vocal, as you said, I wrote a lot um, about women's life freedom. And they might allow me in, but they would never let me out. It's like a huge prison of people who are really aware. Um, I'm nothing, but there are people in the the prison in Iran that they have multiple university degrees. There are women there for years just because they are fighting for their freedom. Not only them, but other women in Iran. So I don't think if there is a possibility for me to be free in Iran
1: Do you think like this protest was gaining ground in Iran, the idea of women's rights, we were hearing more about it, and was the government concerned?
0: Oh my god, yes. Uh, they've been really concerned and they've been uh, killing people ever since. Uh, it scared them. Uh, they weren't expecting women to stand up, but as people heard that they've been killing 16 years old, they've been killing 14 years old, that shows, yet alone how scared they were. Uh, because what a 16 year old can do to you except going on the streets and shout about their needs. But uh, that's all they can do. And they have the power of guns, unfortunately.
1: So, Kimia, what what do you want people to know? Because we, we are all going to be hearing more about Iran getting involved in this war, which means that maybe your country is going to be going to war. But what do you want? Canadians to keep in mind?
0: One simple thing. People are not their government. Uh, Iranian people are not IRGC. we are not our government. Israeli people are not Netanyahu. Azad people and Palestinian people are not Hamas. That's so simple, but as somebody from Middle East, I beg people, I beg Canadians to just learn this. They've been forced to live in those lands because they're born there don't have a power to choose our government and if they decide to involve in a war we are so sad because my family has been in the war but it's not our choice we don't want that we are not taking sides at this point at both sides are humans children and women and we absolutely feel sad and devastated and wrecked to hear this is happening and more scared if our government got involved and take sides
1: Kamiya, thank you so much for your time this morning. Of course, I appreciate you. Oh, we appreciate you and being here with us. That's Kamiya, an Iranian TV host, uh, came to Canada as an international student, now lives here in Vancouver. And you can y- you can absolutely sympathize with what is how ha- they're watching this happen in their country. Their country is about to get uh, pulled into this by, willingly, the government there, uh, supporting Hamas, helping them launch these strikes against Israel, and now saying, well, if there's going to be a ground invasion, we may have to get more involved. The Americans are warning them not to, but it just does feel like this is getting bigger and bigger, and Iranians like Kamiya feeling helpless as they watch this happening there. And of course, we did speak with Jeff Semple earlier. You can see his reporting in here on Global National this evening. He is in Jerusalem, uh, keeping an eye on that. We'll have the latest developments for you. Still ahead for us on the show this morning. It's been one year since we had municipal elections. And in Vancouver, there were a lot of promises that were made, including a commitment to hire 100 police officers and 100 mental health nurses. So a year later, what's happened to those promises? How much progress has been made? We'll find out coming up next.